first thing that happens is the world goes black. You just hear a little snap when your neck rolls back. You don't bite your tongue off or foam at the lips. And before you hit the ground, there's a moment of bliss. It's like token a spliff. It's like shedding your skin. It's better than the best train wreck there's ever been. You have to let it in, as much as it's upsetting, to wake up with bruises you don't remember getting. You don't remember how the hell you ended up. Hello, hello. Welcome to Caesar's Salad. Thanks for joining me on this beautiful Monday, April 5th, 2019. Easter Monday. Happy Easter to everybody out there. Hope you had a beautiful weekend, spent it with uh, family, friends, people you loved, or at least doing something you love. Um, That's always the best of times, right? Uh, One or all of the above, basically. Wanted to touch on this Friday. Got a little distracted. It's easy to get distracted. But um, Friday, didn't even realize it until later in the afternoon, but Friday was the second anniversary of the first big grand mal seizure uh, that basically was the breakthrough that that of my genetic epilepsy fully developing into uh, grandmas and grandmals and tonic clonics. So it's a pretty important day for me, I guess. It's a meaningful day. It's actually kind of starting to become at least uh, more meaningful than my birthday in that my whole life changed. I mean, your birthday is pretty important because it's your birth. You're actually there. Um, This was pretty meaningful for me, I guess, is because I actually remember a life before and I'm having to build a new life now. So it's, it's like a rebirth day for me, I guess. And it didn't even dawn on me that it actually happened right around... Uh, the Easter celebration until I was like, oh, wait, yeah, Easter weekend. Oh, my gosh. So that I don't know. That was kind of eye-opening, and it's a great time. These these kind of anniversaries, I guess, especially of these life-changing moments, in the past, it was like, why do we celebrate this crap? And And it makes me realize, at least for this, it gives me a really good chance and a really good day to set aside and really reflect, reflect on what happened, where I've been, where I was, and uh, gives me a possibility to to do a little bit of, of thinking and forecasting on where I want to be, um, if that makes any kind of sense. You know, is take what you learned and what you know, and put it towards some self actualization, actualization, some some real reinforcement of this is where I want this to go, uh, and that's what I'm trying to practice. It's what I'm trying to do here. Uh, it was it's been a rough ride so far, and it was really dark and 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 heavy at times and you know it's been up and down man up and down being back here has been a real eye-opener for me and um in some places it's been really really heartwarming some moments have been real humble pie type thing and some of it has been like i did what because i don't remember much of that last three months so um also i've i've stopped allowing myself to be a victim and and a lot of it was because I didn't know, um, but I, I allowed I allowed it to own me. I allowed it to to envelop me, and I'm learning how not to do that. How to own it instead. The whole self advocacy that I've been learning over the last two years. Um, if you had asked me a year and a half ago about it, I would have laughed and said, "What are you talking about?" Um, I yeah, I went through a lifetime of of this this weird depression like like why am i here what's the point thing and 
And I realize now that it's like, well, of course, when you have these kind of episodes and, and, you know, focal complex seizures and these small seizures all your life and you check out and then check back in and yeah, you're, it fucks with your mind over the years. Let's just put it that way. And it makes you feel like you're a little bit on the outside and a little bit weird. And uh, so it's been a relief now getting in these support groups and talking to people and doing the research and talking to neurologists and reading up on the side that this actually is common for, um, for people, especially who go undiagnosed and, and to find out later. It's like you kind of get to go back and put together the pe- puzzle pieces. Uh, so that's been a real, real cool thing for me too. Um, my tendency to check out and want to check out or make that exit plan, so to speak, it's not there anymore. Well, it, no, it's not there anymore. I do get depressed and I do get low. I think most people do, you know, but um, it's a combination of just, just continuing to stand up. Um, and I'll be dead honest, it's getting that damn brevi act out of my system. Uh, it's, it, I'm definitely day by day. I'm feeling less and less depressed, feeling less fogginess. Um, I'm able, I can actually form sentences without stumbling over my words on, on two and three syllable sentences, well, at least most of the time now. So that's a positive too. Um, yeah, it's been a crazy two years back and forth, back and forth, up and down. And, and yes, I am probably going to fall down again. I'm probably going to have some episodes. I, I had another seizure the other day. Um, but this time it didn't scare the shit out of me. This time it didn't send me off into the spiral of, of self-hate, shame, or depression of never going to get better type thing. Uh, this time I was able to kind of recover, shake it off a little bit, and and do steps that I've learned to uh, to put myself in a better headspace and move forward. And and but not to not to beat myself up anymore. It happens. It is a uh, big thing. Big thing that I'm learning is 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 to just help to educate or make make my friends aware, my friends and acquaintances of aware of, of aware of what happens. Because unfortunately, I know more about epilepsy now than some neurologists do. Because these kind of neurological uh, things change so fast. And unless you're a specialist in epileptology or someone who's going through, uh, you know, epilepsy treatment and brain pre pre, what is it? The workup to brain surgery. I don't know. They have a special term for it. Uh, then, you know, how are you going to, how are you going to know this stuff? It changes so fast. Um, so I've, I've been having a good time, you know, catching friends up and you don't get pissed off when they're, they don't get it or when they, they some say something that might be, you know, a few years older than what, what new research might say. You don't get pissed off because, because they don't know. Why would they go out of their way to read up on it, right? So I'm learning how to, learning how to manage that as well. Um, <laughs> of course, in the small town, you know, there's a lot of things. No, the, eleva- the elevation didn't cause my epilepsy. Um, I didn't have to leave because of the elevation either. I was actually born... Uh, at 7,500 feet, and I was raised at 6,500 feet and higher. So, um, no, Glenwood Springs elevation doesn't bother me. Uh, and the alcohol—that's a big thing right now because I've always been a big partier, off and on, and, and I was definitely drinking a lot um, when this happened, and especially after it happened. Um, what I've learned is from my neurology team is that the alcohol didn't cause the epilepsy. 
Um, in fact, it's probably the other way around. Uh, the epilepsy probably called, caused the apple alcohol abuse just because I didn't know what the fuck was going on. And um, it was it was one of those uh, coping mechanisms that I had learned to learn to use over the years, I guess. So, yeah, when you don't know what the fuck is going on, you start drinking a little more. But no, um, quit. You know, I, I weaned myself down and and the seizures are still there. The seizures are going to be there. The liver functions, the kidney functions, my uh, blood levels, time and time again, every time they take them, I'm good to go. I'm I'm fine on that. There's no brain scarring whatsoever, so it wasn't wasn't or isn't the alcohol. It's none of the uh, none of the outdoor extreme stuff or, or the multiple concussions I've had over the years. And uh, what a, a lot of people might not know, unless they know my family immediately, is that my younger brother also has epilepsy. His broke through into full grand malls in his twenties, in his early twenties. So. Um, the uh, penchant for that, the type of seizures that I have, the origin in my brain, um, and just through my seizure diaries and logs and my discussions with my neurosurgeon and my epileptologists, um, my case is stereotypical um, of genetic epilepsy. And that's, that's pretty much the 99% uh, plausible cause. So that kind of makes me feel a little bit better, maybe. It takes a little bit of guilt off of me. At the same time, though, I almost wish it would have been something like the alcohol, because then that's something I could maybe even like eradicate the seizures, right? Um, or if it was a concussion, there might be some kind of procedure to be able to fix that. Unfortunately, not. So every every answer in your life is going to come with a, a double-edged sword. It's like, whoo, a relief. But wait a minute, I didn't expect that consequence. Oh, shit. So... Um, I don't think there's ever, I don't know, there might, there's always a best case scenario, I guess, but, but every outcome is going to have some unintended uh, consequence that may or may not have a beneficial, uh, be beneficial to your desired outcomes. So I'm, I'm taking that in stride too. Yeah. Uh, what else to talk about? We've got some episodes coming up. I got got some upcoming events for the epilepsy foundation in the month of april i want to kind of promote them a little bit help them out because they help so many people out in the state and the country nationwide um of course there's the walk for epilepsy let's not forget that and uh i'm gonna have some more guests coming up gonna be reaching out to some more uh co-hosts and probably hear some familiar voices and uh if things go well we got some new folk uh gonna be coming down around the pike too uh, some licensed coaches, authors, and uh, therapists, and fellow epileptic, epileptics. There we go. I was doing so good, and then I tripped over that word right there. I should know that word by now. But uh, I'm gonna. I'm talking with her. I had a great conversation. Her and I are gonna be talking a lot more, and um, hopefully, hopefully, be able to get here on the show. That'd be really cool too. So. Um, happy rebirthday to everybody. Happy Easter, spring, and hope everybody else is doing a little bit of spring cleaning too, whether it's in your house, your head, or your heart. Maybe all three, all of the above, right? Take care of yourselves. We'll see you soon. See ya. We'll hear you soon. And uh, in the meantime, be good to yourselves and each other. Drive fast. Take chances. Oh, yeah. Don't forget to unexpect the expected. 
see ya. This is to my sick kids. Time to flip this shit. Depakote, Adderall, Ritalin, Pixie Sticks. I don't give a fuck what you're riding to the setting sun. Use it as a weapon when it's said and done. It's all too much. Seizure Salad, Fuster Cluck Epilepticus is produced and hosted by Michael Ball. The song Seizure Boy, courtesy of Watsky and used with permission. Find more great music and poetry on his website, georgewatsky.com. Original logo painting by Brent Olson of Olson Studios. High-resolution MRI image of Micah's brain provided by the Rockstar Lab Techs at UC Health Neurology in Denver. Follow our podcast, like our Facebook page, whatever floats your boat. Just keep listening and join us again soon for another episode of Seizure Salad. Until then, unexpect the expected and remember that it's all in your head. You ever had a grand mal seizure in gym class? That whiplash back when life was dishing out pimp slaps? Fed up and we've all been better, but I'm set to step up. Never let up because the fall is just a setup now to get up. Regret will never get the better of me.